Okay, look, I know this is supposed to be a weekly show. I told you it'd be a weekly show, and it's been like 12 days since I did an episode. All right, forgive me. The Final Four was amazing. I got home. I took a couple extra days off. This is Blake Dudonis. This is the jump around with Blake Dudonis. If you're listening, I assume you've forgiven me, and, and we're good. If you're not listening and you haven't forgiven me, you can go kick rocks. But thank you for being here. Now, WNBA draft was last night. WNBA season right around the corner. But before we close the book on the NCAA season, I wanted to talk to a national championship head coach. So now it is my distinct privilege and honor to talk to a national championship head coach. Uh, no, not the one that you've heard plenty from. Not the not the one that you've seen the shot uh, so many times. But this is Division Two national championship head coach Dave Slifer of Central Missouri and coach. What an unbelievable run. And thank you for joining us. But I think everyone was pretty much resigned to the fact that Ashland, who was on a 73-game winning streak, they're going to win the national championship. You, know, you guys are just going to be another you know, stat in the, in the winning streak. But then you guys go out and beat them pretty good. How, how in the world does that happen? Well, I was just glad that we didn't have a life, like a week between the semifinal and the final. Uh, we played uh, Union on a Wednesday and, and had a nice win there. We took Thursday to kind of prepare for uh, for the game against Ashland. We played Friday, so we didn't really have time to think about it. And uh, I, I got a couple guards that are that were playing really, really well. Actually, the whole team was. But uh, uh, my guard Kelsey Williams kind of controlled the tempo, and I probably didn't give my All American guard enough credit until after I watched the tape. But she had 22 points and played really well. And both those guys, uh, uh, you know, really controlled the tempo, handled the press. And uh, we were able to uh, limit the possessions. And so a team that averaged 99 and a half points uh, all of a sudden now only scored 52. So uh, it was uh, it was quite quite exciting to watch. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. And it's funny because going back to your Elite Eight game with Lubbock Christian, you had said after the game your man-to-man defense was terrible. Uh, you called your zone defense, and I quote, screwy. Uh, and just kind of said, you, you didn't even know what you guys were doing, but somehow were able to gut it out. And at that point, when you are able to win, uh, <laughs> did, was the confidence level high? Or are you thinking, how the heck did we even make it to the Final Four? Well, you know, it, the confidence level was high after that game because we held their 6'4 uh, their All-American kid that, uh, you know, we all thought should have been a Texas Tech, not a uh, Lubbock Christian. <laughs> and, uh, we held her to nine points, and she is a phenomenal player. And I, I actually got to credit one of my one of my six-footers. I got a bunch of six-footers that kind of play everywhere, and she took it right at her twice early in the first half or first quarter and, and got fouls on her. And so uh, we were able to get her just a little bit of foul trouble. But uh, after that game, uh, uh, I'm, you know, I'm excited. Uh, we had the press conference, then we get to go watch Union play. And Union, that first half, were up 22 over Carson Newman. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I, I'm supposed to be enjoying this. And I'm watching uh, this Union guard tear up the other team. But uh, fortunately, um, Carson Newman made a run and actually tied the game uh, in the fourth quarter. But uh, Union went ahead and went ahead and, and got the W. That's funny. For you guys, too, I think it's interesting. You've, you've had a ton of success. If, if people don't know, you're at, you've been at Central Missouri since 2004. You're at Missouri Western. You're at Mountain Union before that. And uh, you've, just, you've won at every single level. And 
you know, you go 500 a little bit early on in your Central Missouri State, but a few years ago, back in 15-16, you guys go 11-18, and 18, and I know you talk about that team and say, you know, just the chemistry wasn't there, it was kind of... It was, it, was, I mean, it was probably your worst season you've ever had, and then two years later, you're winning a national championship. Can you kind of talk us through you know, how you go from there to get to this point now to where you are a national champion? Well, we, we were at the lowest of lows uh, uh, two years ago. and uh, the, It was my 27th year being a head coach. It was the first losing season. And we just uh, never, you know, we had a couple good wins. It's not like we didn't have some talent. Uh, we, we beat Emporia State whenever they were number one in the country. Uh, we, uh, uh, we beat Pitt State, who ended up going to Elite Eight by 25 at Pitt State. But we just got beat by everybody. And we realized that uh, some things had to change. And so uh, uh, it, it's kind of filtered down from the D1 to the D2 where you sign kids a lot earlier right now. Yeah. And when I first started at D2, and uh, uh, kind of my career path was I was at Mount Mercy College in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I was an assistant bench coach for four years. Never thought I'd coach women. The women's job opened up late in August. And uh, I was there six years, six wonderful years, and, and then I got the Missouri Western job. Um, the Missouri Western's Division Two school, St. Joe, Missouri. They're actually in our conference. I was there for nine years, and uh, the Central Missouri job opened up, and the I actually had a buddy of mine call and say, "Hey, will you call on on, on me for that that job?" And I said, "I'll tell you what, I'll call, but if they say..." Are you interested? I'm going to have to really tell the truth and say I probably am. And so that's kind of how I got here. And so we've been here for, for 14 years. But after the, uh, after the 11 and 18 year, we, we decided to, to really go a lot more high school recruiting. And in Division Two, you're always going to have some junior college kids. Uh, that's just the way this beast works. But uh, the percentages are way down from where where we used to be at. And we've gotten fortunate that we got a couple kids to stay close that that had D1 offers. And so uh, uh, we kind of built it. The next year, we were 24 and seven, and one of our better players broke her leg about the 12th game in. So uh, we felt like we were on the right track, and this year's just been actually magical the whole time. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty big stuff. Now, part of your success, I would imagine, you'd have to give credit to one of your assistants who is also your wife, right? That is correct. Uh, um, 23 years ago, when we were in Iowa, she was the, the head girls coach at Lindbar High School, uh, you know, big high school in the Cedar Rapids area. And uh, I was at Mount Mercy, and, and, and I got the call from Missouri Western and, and got a chance to uh, to go there. Where our kids were young at the time, and she said, you know, tell you what, what I'm going to do is just help you. Uh, and so I said, well, great, great. So after that first year or two where there was probably some philosophical differences, uh, I, tell, I tell everybody that, that I trained her, and uh, actually if you, you talk to her, she trained me. Sure. And so yeah. uh, since then we've uh, been able to, to kind of understand uh, each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, so, I mean, you are the head coach, but she's she's probably the boss. That's I'm going to assume that's fair, right? That's usually the way it works, yeah, and yeah, I've sure. actually got uh, a couple different bosses because uh, Coach Nick is uh, kind of our 
associate coach uh, who's uh, our recruiting guy and uh, that's done a great job with X's nose. He uh, he was uh, assistant men's coach at Missouri Western when I was there. And so uh, I brought him on board here about three years ago, and uh, he's got a lot of experience. And then the other one is uh, Kenzie Williams, who was a, a former player at Missouri State. She was a GA, and we just got the second assistant job this year. And she slid right into that and did a great job. So uh, I've got a lot of people that, uh, that really are basketball people that uh, make up for a lot of my glaring weaknesses. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, this might be something you've been asked before, and and I, you know, you and I were talking before we hopped on. You know, I started my coaching career at a Division II level as well, so I know that the it's very much a lot of similarities to D1. But is, has there ever been a, an inkling inside you that wonders, you know, what you would do at the Division One level as a coach, or wonder, ah, you know, maybe if I went back a couple of years, you you wish you would have maybe taken a chance? Are you are you pretty content with how your career's gone? excited and content with what's happened here. It's taken us forever to, to, to sniff this, not only a national championship, but uh, actually a regional championship. And so uh, I consider myself a grinder. I did, uh, oh, I've interviewed a few times over the years for some D1 jobs. And and there's a couple of them that I, I absolutely should have had. And, and one of them, they actually fired the coach in January of the, the, her, her first year. So there was a couple times where uh, if I'd have probably done a little bit better job in the interview, I'd have had it. But I, I have no regrets with, uh, with with staying in Division Two. And the, a lot of my Division One buddies just say, you know, as far as quality life, if you got a family, D2 yeah. is a great way to go because uh, you get to run your own program, number one. And, and number two, you, you know, you got your summers to, to go recruit and do things. And it's not just... Uh, uh, you know, you're not tied to the campus, and, and, and you know, it's not a 12-month uh, job for both the players and the coaches. Yeah, fair enough. And, and I mean, you're a national champion. Not not so many people get to say that, so that's uh, that's pretty cool stuff. No, not at all. And uh, we, we uh, all of us, right as soon as that game was over, we just looked at each other and just said, we did it. We did it. We couldn't believe that we'd actually uh, figured out a way to do it. And for a little background there, we... Uh, in a conference tournament, uh, the top eight teams get to go to uh, Kansas City and play in historical municipal auditorium. That's always a great time. And we decided just to travel the day of game. And we did it's only an hour away, so it's no big deal. But we figured we'd be there for a long stay. Uh, we go, and uh, Lindenwood, who's a team in our conference, which is the ninth seed, ends up upsetting us. We were up seven going into the fourth quarter, and bottom line is they made plays. They've got good players. They've made plays. We beat them twice earlier. And so we got uh, defeated early in the conference tournament, and four years ago, our men's team did exactly the same thing. They were a first seed in the conference tournament, got upset by the ninth seed, went home, took a couple days off, practiced a little bit, and uh, two weeks later, they were national champs. And uh, it's probably not the route we wanted to go, but uh, that was the way we spun it. This guys, this has happened before. Let's uh, take a couple days, get regrouped, get refocused, yeah. realize that uh, every possession is super important this time of year because your season's over if you don't uh, take care of business. Yeah. 
I mean, obviously, you, you like you said, you have confidence going in that you know you're going to win, that you can win because you're in the national championship. But uh, like you said, the, holding Ashland to 52 points, but then beating them by 14. I mean, that's a pretty you know steady win. If it, would you have imagined if anyone came up to you beforehand and said, "Hey, you guys are going to win by double digits," you you probably would have been like, "Ah, I'm not, I'm not sure." Right? Is that fair to well, say? At I, least, I, I, yeah, I wasn't sure, and uh, I knew that. We had the team that could uh, control the tempo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played Augustana in the regional finals, and they they play a similar style where they uh, pressure and they've got a couple very good defensive players. And to be quite honest, we, we thought we were going to host the regional here. I, we had a chip on our shoulder. And we're very upset that, that you know the numbers looked like we should have hosted. We didn't. Yeah. We went up to Sioux Falls uh, two weekends in a row. The first weekend was for the regional, and we started the game off in the regional finals up 17-2 to and ended up just, and I kept waiting for a run from them, and we just thwarted everything they did. We had a 39-point win. And so we knew that uh, uh, Augie had a very good offensive team, really based on their defense because they get a lot of turnovers. So going into this Ashland game, they score 30% of their points on fast breaks. Wow. I mean, it's unheard of. And, uh, you know, a lot of it, yeah, they fast break. Uh, you know, when a team makes a bucket, they get it out quick. Uh, they get a lot of defensive rebounds and go. But a lot of it's based on their press where they get a lot of uncontested layups. And so I knew that we could control the tempo. And our kind of our goal was, hey, whenever we beat the press, we'll take an open layup. But uh, we're going to pass up the open threes. And we love to shoot threes, but we just made that commitment to, uh, hey, let's run some shot clock. Mm-hmm. And I think we probably set a national tournament record because we had four 30-second shot wow. clock violations, and we could have cared less because uh, <laughs> the referee blew the whistle. They had to take the ball out of bounds. Yeah. There's no layup shot. Sure. Wow. That's great. Well. Now I guess uh, the question is uh, now what right you you've reached you've reached the summit now what's now what do you do? Well, a couple things. Uh, uh, our core of our team is our junior point guard Paige Redmond, and uh, we've got two sophomores that that are just winners. And uh, Morgan Fleming was a, a young lady whose sister played for us, and she had some D one offers. We got got fortunate to get her. Uh, then Megan Skaggs is uh, another six-footer we have who can post up. She can guard a lot of different people. And she herself went on a 9-0 run at the end of the Ashland game. So we've got a great core group that we think if we can add a couple players to that uh, we have a shot at another great run. And uh, So we're excited about that. Uh, uh, you know, every coach is always looking, but as you look back at my track record, uh, yeah, I was at Mount Mercy for 10 years. I was at Missouri Western for nine, and I've been here for 14. And uh, as we were just talking before you called me an old coach uh, earlier before we got on the air, uh, uh, you know, it, it's possible I've got to move left, but I'm perfectly content to try to win a couple more here. Yeah, absolutely. And, and listen, you know, when I said old, you know, it's very much like you said, the historic gymnasium, right? We all know what historic means, and, and it's, it's just uh, you just said it a lot more politely than I did. That's all. <laughs> yes, okay, Blake. Uh, I, I, I am a little bit on the, uh, uh, as you say, the waning years of my career. I, I think I got about 10, 10 left in me, so uh, that's what I'm thinking. But, 
Uh, yeah, the historic gyms. I, I tell you what, we did get a chance to play the Elite Eight and the Pentagon up in Sioux Falls. And our men have played there a couple times, but I'd never been there. Saw some pictures. And you talk about, it's just a scene right out of Hoosiers. I mean, they've got this old floor that's parquet. They've got the old score clocks that, that uh, you know, turned pink in the last minute because they've got, it's like a, a, a regular old clock. They do have some American clocks, too, but uh, what a great experience. And uh, I thought they did an outstanding job up at Sioux Falls of, of making us all feel welcome. Yeah, great. Well, historic coach Dave Slifer with me from Central Missouri. And no, in, in, all, no, in all serious, coach, I, I really appreciate you taking out some time uh, this morning and, you know, a couple days removed now from a national championship and kind of talking us through it. And again, congratulations to you. It's uh, quite an achievement for you and your program. Well, thank you, and thank you for all you do for women's basketball. It's uh, it's awesome that, that, that you found a niche that, uh, you know, because we're all excited about the game. And, uh, we went to Columbus, Ohio, and won tremendous games in, in the D1 Final Four. Uh, yeah. And I think women's basketball made the right rule changes, and I think we're ahead of the curve right now, finally. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, Dave Slifer, Central Missouri D2 National Champions. Coach, thanks again for joining us today. Thanks, Blake. So again, that was Dave Slifel. Wow. I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Dave Slifer. I completely messed that one up. Sorry about that, Coach. Just listen to our conversation and uh, completely put your name. So very good. That's what a national championship gets you. An episode on the Jump Around Flake Dudonis and your last name completely butchered following your interview. So anyway, uh, Dave Slifer, head coach, Central Missouri. We appreciate his time and talking to us. And congratulations again to him and his program for their national championship and thank you guys for listening in if you ever have any questions comments maybe some interview requests if there's anyone you want to hear from questions you want to hear feel free to reach out to me anytime on twitter at coach underscore blake underscore you can also email the show uh, which email address is the jump around with bd at gmail.com so the jump around with bd at gmail.com feel free to throw any suggestions out there or any comments you guys may have as always please give us a review on itunes soundcloud google play or wherever you listen to us and i appreciate you guys joining us i promise i will not take a 12-day hiatus yet again Uh, that was my one short sabbatical won't happen again thank you guys so much for listening this is a jump around with blake udonis